Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny and Pastor Lori, and it's Thursday. And, uh, you know, can we say that the fall is here? It's definitely here. The fall is here. It's we, been we have a to, cold week in New York. And we have to wear hoodies and, <laughs> and long pants. Long and sleeves. But, but we're another day closer. We're another day closer to, uh, to summer, you know? Which, there you go. But you know what? Spring. Not really. We're, we're coming into my, my favorite time of the year. You know, I really, I really love the Thanksgiving season. The Thanksgiving season is going to be here real soon. I, I love that time of the year. I love getting together with family. And, and this year, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll be in Florida with family, and uh, not only my mom and my brother and sister-in-law and and nephews, nieces and nephews, but but Allison and 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 my daughter, our daughter Allison and our son-in-law Zane and. Who? Baby Wilder. Baby Wilder, our grandbaby Wilder, and, and I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm just, and then of course, you know, right around the corner of, from Thanksgiving is Christmas, and that, that's my favorite. I, I just, I just love Christmas. I just, Ooh, I just, I just love Christmas. it. And you know what? I don't mind the snowfall. I think, I just think it's there's beauty there. Just so, just on that one day, all right? Just a snowfall. But I'm good with that. No, I, I I love Christmas. Celebrating Jesus, we celebrate Jesus all the time. But there's just something about Christmas, and and you know, there's a lot going on in the world. But the most of the people in the world know that Christmas is about Christ, and 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 things settle down a little bit, and people become more aware, and 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 Christ is is honored a bit more in the world, and, and glorified a bit more. It just Christmas is so. Is just so special, you know. Uh, trimming the tree, making gingerbread houses with with the with the grandbaby girls, uh, it's it's just it's just wonderful. So I don't mind the fall and I don't mind the winter, you know. Um, every season has its has its beauty, but uh, I don't know how we we went there. We're just yeah. having a good time. We're having a good time with you guys. We thank you for joining. We love you, and we mean that from the bottom of my heart, our hearts. Thank you for all you do for Lori and I. We we thank you f- for what you do, you know, for this ministry, and uh, your your gifts and and your encouraging words and and your letters. And I, I just I just received the um, a, a testimony today, and you know what? I didn't plan on sharing it, but I'm going to share it. Okay, Lori, I I haven't even shared this with you yet. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to leave out the names. You know, but here's a testimony, and this is what I'm telling you. We we just appreciate you guys so much because you uplift us. You uplift us, and 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 we love when when we know that we've uplifted you, where we've blessed you. And this message came today, and it said, uh, Pastor Lenny, we love and appreciate you and Pastor Lori. We are just so grateful to the both of you. Pastor, you need to know that my husband would never, would never want to go to a church and would never go to a church until he went to yours. I see God is doing a great thing in his life. He's also different towards my son. He told my son, also in in California, how he likes to watch Christian programs now. My son in Roseville, Roseville, California, told me 
he has seen the difference in dad. Because when he's done talking with dad, dad always now says, God bless you. My son Richard was like, whoa, mom, I see such a change in dad. He said, God bless you to me. Pastor, your worship in the church brings the spirit down. You're feeding us the word keeps his spirit there in the service. There's healings and breakthroughs in your service. I see the breakthrough in my husband. And then she ends up with, muchas, muchas gracias, gracias por toda. Thank you. And when I read that, it, it just blessed me so much. We love to know that we're blessing you because we know you're blessing us. With encouraging words, with texts, with, with letters, and of course with your with your financial offerings. Many of you have given um, to this ministry, and many of you have not only have given, but are, are partnering with us. And uh, we, we're so grateful for you, because we know that God has a great work ahead. Amen. And we don't know how God is going to launch and provide but we know he will and he's going to and he does it through his people and he's through doing it doing it through you mm-hmm. and more and more people are are, are being uh, made aware of this of this ministry right tell them how many views we have on on youtube on our, on one of our videos that we're in like forty six thousand forty seven thousand forty seven forty seven thousand and i'm like lord what 47,000 views? What? You know, and they're hearing about Christ, and they're hearing about the gospel. And I know God wants more. He wants more. He wants more, more to get the message that he's given us out, the lane that he's put us in out, that, 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 that lane and that message of grace. He wants everyone to have it. Amen. <laughs> Where it's all about Jesus, and it's not about us. It's, it's all about him. We qualify. What, what do we... Come on, tell the people what we have to do to qualify for all of the blessings of God. Nothing. Wait a second. What about all the promises that are yes and no? What do we have to do? Nothing. How do we have to get ready to, to you know, be in a position where we can even... Nothing. What, what qualifies us then? Just believe. Believe in his love. That's it. And he even gives us the ability to believe. So really... <laughs> so all we have to so do much. is believe in what? Believe in who? Jesus. That's it? That's Just it. Just put faith in Jesus? Put faith in Jesus. And he gives us his faith. So it's not even like we have to conjure up faith. It's his faith in us. So he gives us the faith. He gives us And faith. he gives us the grace to believe. He gives us the grace to believe. And freely. And so he gives us the grace and he gives us the faith to believe in him freely, to mm-hmm. believe in him. Mm-hmm. And then because we believe in him... We qualify. We qualify. We're qualified. It's, it's ours. All right. Let me let me let me see if you've been paying attention. The sun, oh sun. What qualifies us now? What is the qualifying reward? What is the qualifying report? What is what's what 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 qualification now comes through faith in Jesus We're Christ? Righteous. That, righteousness. Righteous. Righteous. Amen. Right before God. Right before God. See, because what, of Jesus. You believe in Jesus Christ. Romans chapter five verse one is powerful. It says, therefore. Being justified through faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. So because we put our faith in Jesus Christ, 
we have been justified and we have peace with God. And the reward that we obtain is righteousness. And righteousness qualifies us for everything. His righteousness. This is an awesome gospel. When you think about it. Go ahead. Go, girl. uh, No, I always was very concerned about, do I have enough faith, you know, my faith issue. And then I found out, wait, I have the faith of of Jesus in me. And he even gives me the, the gift to... To want that faith, to wow, realize that's awesome. it, it's just, it's all free, free. And, because and, he loves us. Amen. Because he loves us. Wow. Love, love. That's what I've been concentrating on. And we on. lived a long time in a lane that there brought condemnation to, to us because we, we never measured up or we can never do enough. Never do enough. And how, how free we are Who? to know now it's not about what we do. And all those 30 years or 35 years, you know what? It doesn't matter. Where we look back and now we realize it was never about us. Mm. It was never about what we had to do to become good enough. It was always about what he did, what Jesus did. I'm just glad that now we live in that, in that truth and now we know that truth. Do you know what the very source and root of my life is now? Me? <laughs> After God's love, okay. then it's you. God's love is God. the very root and source of my life. That's awesome. And you know what? God's love. You know what? Uh, being that you're saying that, in John chapter 17, that's, that's our Lord. That's where Jesus is, is, is just praying. And it's, 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 uh, it's been called his high priestly prayer. It's an awesome chapter. The high, pr- the, the high prayer of the high priest. And in that prayer, he prays to the Father that something would happen. What would that? What was that? That we'd become one. That we'd be mirrored, just yep. like they are one. That we would see that we. Wow, are one. one with God, one, as He <laughs> yeah. is, so are we. So but what else we, was He praying there? Uh, that we'd know the love, the the love of between the Father and the Son. That we would know. That we are just as loved. Amen. Can you imagine that Jesus is praying for us? That we would know that we are loved by the Father even as he is loved? That, that takes, that, that's and something you, worthy of meditating on. <laughs> and, and you know what? I always, I always say this. I always, and this is only because of love. God's love for us, our love for you, your love for us being so grateful and thankful, you knowing that this is good soil, good seed, the message is the true message of grace, and that your gifts are going to make, make sure and make certain that this message is preached to not only 47,000, but 470,000 and, and more. So we, we really thank you. And you can find out how to give and how to support us by visiting our website. But, um, you know, I often have fun with this. And I'll be with a room of people, and I'll ask them, how many of you know the Lord's Prayer? How many of you can recite the Lord's Prayer? And it's an, it's an awesome prayer. And maybe one day we should gracefully, gracefully go through that prayer. Go, go through that prayer gracefully with the lens of grace, because it's a wonderful prayer. Mm-hmm. But everybody will raise their hand. They all know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Okay? So now, they know that prayer. So now we ask them, okay, how many of you know two of the greatest prayers of the New Testament, the New Covenant, two of the greatest prayers of the two covenant, 
right? Of, of the new covenant. Because New Testament doesn't, doesn't equal, necessarily equal new covenant. But two of the greatest prayers of the new covenant are found in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 3. Can anyone recite those prayers? Now, I know my wife can. And, and I know she visits those, those prayers and she's made it personally her own, right? Um, and I know I know the prayer and I have made it personally my own. You know, where Paul says, I pray, you know, that God would make spring forth, right? Or would help spring forth, forth from within that spirit of wisdom and revelation. So Paul is saying, listen, that same spirit, right, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. We already know that. But Paul is praying, right, that God would cause that wisdom and revelation that's within us, because that spirit's within us, would spring forth. Would spring forth, right? so we can live in that wisdom and understanding, right? That the eyes, the eyes of our understanding—that's the eyes of our soul, the eyes of our heart—would become illuminated. That would, it would become, they would become illuminated. That we would know the greatness of the inheritance of the saints. Sounds like a good prayer. It's an awesome prayer. That we would know the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the, the according to the workings of that power that raised Christ from the dead that resurrection power right that's a great prayer so we need to go before holy spirit as led by holy spirit as drawn by holy spirit to the place father i thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that's springing forth from within me and I thank you that the eyes of my understanding are becoming illuminated. Because when that takes place, and you hear the words of God, right? Not only hear the words of hear the words of God, then you can believe and then you can speak. Amen. And then you can have, right? Mm. So not many of us have personalized that prayer. And then the other prayer from Ephesians chapter three, which goes right in hand with what what Pastor Laurie has been sharing about the love of God, where he starts praying in uh, verse uh, 17 or 18 or, or, or there, somewhere there. I, 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 I know what he's praying, that we would be firmly established in Christ, in his love. Powerful. Powerful. Because... Miracles happen when you are established and you are living and dwelling and moving and have your soul and your heart fixed on God's love, Christ's love. That's the foundation right there. Amen. And so this is his prayer. That's a prayer. That you would, you would know that you would become, that you would become rooted and firmly established and grounded and standing in, in Christ's love. All starts that it would right dwell there. in your it, this that you understand this is dwelling in your heart. Yep. And then he says, and that you would know. Listen, guys, I want you to know with, with with all the saints. I want you all to know the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the length of that love mm -hmm. for you. That's what he's praying. It's measureless. Amen. And then he goes on to say, 
And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond what you can ask or think according to the power that works within you. Now, the power that works within you, we know it's that same power, right? Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? What is that power? What fuels that power? Oh, it just came to me. Love. Love. Love is that fueling power. When the love of Christ is, is becoming more and more realized by you, the spirit of wisdom and revelation of that love, the eyes of your illumination growing to that love, then that love is the fueling power for everything you could even think or ask of. And you've got the word, of course. Now. But you've got the Holy Spirit in you to help you amen. with that love. Now think about what we just talked about, what we just said, that fueling force, that fueling power love. What does Galatians chapter 5 verse 6 tell us? You're going to tell us what it says. It's where it tells us faith, faith, faith worketh by, faith is fueled by, faith is energized by, faith worketh by love. Love. Guys, it's so important to know God loves you. He loves you. He loves you, period. Don't, don't, see, don't look in the wrong mirror. Don't look in the wrong mirror. Don't look in the religious mirrors that they put in front of you. Don't look in the mirrors of the mixtures of the law, the law of sin and of death, right? Romans chapter 8, verse 2, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that law set us free from the law of sin and of death. Stop looking in the wrong mirror where you're looking at that mirror and you're, and, and, and you're looking through the lens religion and and legalism and the law that tells you you're not righteous there's none righteous you're still a sinner you know and you're and you're now you're looking in that mirror and you're trying to find you're trying to find ugliness you try because you think that's what you're supposed you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to come to the mirror and see the truth the truth of your holiness and your righteousness that's, that's what you, you come to the mirror. And when you come to that mirror, there's no condemnation. There's no guilt. There's no shame. You've got to come to the true mirror that tells you you are loved. You are loved. You are loved, period. Sins and iniquities, God takes no more. He has, he has no record of. He takes no more record of. He remembers no more. Now you need to come to that mirror the mirror, right, where you see the love of Christ, where you see the love of God, where you see as he is, so are you, where you see holy and righteous and, 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 and complete and sanctified and justified. So don't go to the mirror of feelings either. No. You might not feel like all those things sometimes. Sometimes you might not. Why? You won't feel like those things. Why? Because you're, not you're coming in looking at the mirror with the love. Exactly. Right. With the, with the wrong lens. You have to put on the right lens. And that's why the right message and the true message of the gospel of grace that's is so right. very important. And where are they going to get that message? Right here. I know they're going to get it from New Life Ministry. They are. <laughs> and I know it's in my heart to, to, to deliver this as far, like, the, like the love of God, right? How, how high and, and, and deep and, and wide. 
that's how I want to get that message out. I want to get it out to as many, as far as I can, to as many as I can. To, I, I, that's my heart's desire. With that in, in mind, I don't know how many people know Andrew Womack or follow Andrew Womack, but Andrew Womack himself laid his, put his hands on you and prophesied over you that you would be ministering and leading hundreds thousands and tens of thousands and then the other men in Andrew Womack's ministry also confirmed with their hands on you the same thing and they all said it you're an evangelist hundreds thousands so this is I mean wow I don't forget those I also remember the one the first one from Mike Pickett oh. where he saw a vision of the Statue of Liberty but I was the statue of that liberty. And my head was on that statue. And, 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 and the message that I was sharing, that gospel message that I was sharing, was going to be providing liberty to the masses. I remember that. And you guys, again, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go there. You're, yeah, but you're a part of it. You're a part, you're a of, part it. of it. You're, you know, we have plans. We have plans to travel. We have plans to, 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 to develop speaking platforms and, and delivering different deliver different delivering platforms to get this message out far and wide. And again, you want to become a part of that, you know, you want to become a part of that. Visit visit our website, newlifeministrymhv.org. But anyway, this is great. This has been this has been like this has been 20 minutes of uh, of of just from our hearts that I hope has blessed them. But let me get to the to the message real quick. That I wanted to share because it's not going to take a long time. It's not going to take a long time. In Acts chapter 17, I've been spending some time in Acts chapter 17. And in Acts chapter 17, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Because, you know, wherever, where, whenever Paul visited another place, he, he first went to the synagogues, mm-hmm. you know, Think about synagogues, other believers, you know, religious. So, so kind of equate that with our friends and family and relatives or okay. people we know, right? Because what's, we want to share the gospel with them. Okay. So Paul would go. Now, in the beginning of the chapter, it talks about how he did what he always, he always did. He did what he always did, and he went. But mm, found a lot of opposition. They weren't, they weren't, you know, they didn't want anything to do with it. And, and like, you know what, get away. Please get away with that stuff. Please, don't bring that up here. How many times have we been in situations or we still find ourselves in situations where people, just don't bring that up. All right, just don't go there. Okay. But now what's exciting in that you read further in chapter, chapter uh, 17 of Acts, and he comes to another synagogue where he goes. And it says here, and we're reading from verse, uh, what verse? Verse 11. Now, now it says here. Now, in this synagogue, they were, they were more noble. They were more noble than those in Thessalonica. In that, they received the word with all readiness of mind. Because they would search the scriptures daily to find out what things were truth. Now, let's, let's see what this says real fast in the, uh, 
the passage translation. It says, verse 11, chapter 17, they found that the Jews of Berea were of more noble character. They were of a different character. They were of a different nature. What was their nature? They wanted the truth. They were open to the truth. They were, they were looking for the truth. Looking and open, yep. And, and much more. They were open-minded than those of Thessalonica. They were hungry to learn. Hungry, yep. They were eagerly receiving of the word. Every day they opened up the scrolls, the scriptures, to search and examine them. You know, they were looking for the truth. So what I wanted to leave with you is during this time of year, you know, in our travels, at work, because we're in the fall, we're coming to Thanksgiving, we're coming to Christ Christmas, this time of the year, you find yourselves in the company of more and more people. Yeah. Now, what I want to tell you is this portion of Scripture tells me that there are many people that we are going to come into contact with mm -hmm. who are looking, mm -hmm. who are wanting, who are ready to receive the truth, the good news about Jesus Christ, the truth about healing, the truth about his provision, the truth. And so what I want to encourage you in at this time of the year and at all times, know we always should be ready to share the gospel and we always should be ready to share it with whomever, you know, wherever, whenever. But I want you to understand this. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14 through 16, it tells us that if you are a son or a daughter of God, you are led by the Spirit. And I want to propose to you that the Holy Spirit knows. He knows who is ready. Love he him. knows who is searching. And he'll give us the words. Exactly. So now, just let him take you. Let him lead you. Holy Spirit, lead me to the ones who are ready. Lead me to the ones who will receive. Lead me to the ones who are waiting and wanting that truth. And I'm going to tell you what. You are going to have such a period and a season of reaping, of harvesting, like never before. You know how much joy you get when you share that gospel and someone receives it? Remember that and multiply it by a hundred. Because that's how many people God will lead you to. And start getting excited, excited for that. Because there are many we're going to come into contact with who are ready, who are waiting, who are wanting, who are looking for that truth. So I wanted to encourage you with that from that portion of Scripture today. Any more closing words? That's it. Oof. All right. So it was good. It's good. 25. You, you have no better place to spend 25 minutes with and with Pastor Lori and Pastor Lenny. We're going to lead you down the right road, the road of grace, the road of righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ, where we qualify for every single blessing. Where in this message, we are ridding you, ridding you of feelings of guilt, shame, and condemnation that comes from an inferior gospel. Your God's address. Amen. Amen. You're his address. Mm. He lives with you and in you. Period. So we love you, and we look forward to seeing you again 
in the not-so-near-distant future. We love you. See you later. That was good.